the last week after the price got smashed down was the closest it's been in my career to last February, where it was pure insanity. Well, hello there, my friends. Chris Marcus here with you for Arcadia Economics. And just wanted to get a quick physical silver market update with Andy Checkman. We've seen the price rally the last two days. I'm recording this uh, Tuesday morning at about 10 a.m. Central Time. So, Andy, great to have you here with me for a quick update. Can you share what you have been seeing on the physical level market? Absolutely, Chris. Good to be here. It's been incredibly brisk. Uh, ever since the knockdown last Monday, a week ago Monday, um, the, the, there's been no fallout, if you will, from the price being dropped. In fact, no one sold an ounce. And I, I find it really interesting, and I think it's really important to mention that in looking at the Commitment to Traders report, um, it, it's very obvious what they tried to do. When they knocked the price down a week ago Monday, uh, once again, just like they did during the silver squeeze in the middle of the night in the access market when no one is trading, and this time when Japan and Singapore were on holiday as well, two of the biggest Asian uh, Asian trading hubs, um, obviously was done for a reason, for effect. But when it hit New York, uh, we saw 12,321 silver COMEX contracts, 61.6 million ounces covered by the commercial banks. Commercial banks are trying to get long. The drop down, or if you look at the, the number of ounces in the funds, the ETFs, the uh, mutual funds, and all of the COMEX depositories, the actual number of ounces is going up. No one is selling. And in fact, the manipulation by the, the cartel is, is having less and less and less effect. And if we compare it to what's happening in the industry, honest to God, Chris, through the entire drop, uh, smash down in silver over the last two weeks, we have not seen anyone sell an ounce. No one is selling anything. And uh, I think that's very, very bullish, not only from the standpoint of seeing the big money cover, but also to see that the public, largely because of people like you, are getting wise. And they're, in fact, doubling down. They're adding to their positions at these levels uh, and certainly not shedding them as I think the cartel when they drive the price down would intend uh, to have that that effect it's not working well that's interesting to hear anything in terms of uh, any metrics you mentioned 95 was it 95 percent of people are buying silver versus gold or uh, what was that you mentioned when we were before we were talking yeah, so last year as a firm and i would venture to say for all the major precious metals companies it was their biggest year ever no question about it. Demand was off the charts last year. And and uh, a global awakening or, or renaissance, whatever term you want to use, this year uh, we've already eclipsed more volume than we did all of last year. Um, and over 95% of every single trade that we have done uh, is either all silver or a portion of silver with other gold or platinum or what have you. But in other words, nine and a half out of every 10 orders that we have done for 2021 has been entirely silver or comprised of silver. Too hard for me to break that out specifically, but there has been silver involved in 95% of every order we have written since the beginning of the year. 
Anybody doing the gold to silver swap? Yeah, you know, it's something that I think is really a really good time to do it. I don't think enough people are doing it. Uh, anytime you're above 70 on the silver to gold ratio, you should be in, in silver. As you get below 40, the argument, whether you agree with it or not, as someone who has a, a strong affinity for silver, uh, the argument would be you should consider looking at gold. And when you see a global mining ratio of 7 to 1, quite frankly, 40 would be far too early to make that switch. But, uh, yeah, there have been some people doing it. If you own gold, now is the time to switch it into silver. When you are at 77 to 1 and it's coming out of the ground at 7 to 1, legitimately you're talking 11 times undervalued in its relationship to gold. And then when you see the massive amounts of big money acquisition pulling off of Comex, nobody selling, the central bank or the commercial banks covering, the Reasonstone silver have never been stronger. And uh, this is an opportunity where, you know, and, and this happens. I mean, look, uh, in 2010, we had 85 to 1. It was the second or third time in human history. Within seven months, you had $50 silver in 2011 and $1,915 gold. That's 37 to 1. It, it over doubled in terms of its purchasing power or its relationship to gold. That trade, if you switched back to gold, then you would have over almost two and a half times what you started with. And, and that's the idea here. Making a switch into silver right now from gold makes a tremendous amount of sense, not only in all of the things that you and I could talk about, but just the ratio, uh, the historical ratio. Uh, and we've only been, if you, if you Google gold to silver ratio 100-year chart, a chart will pop up right away. It's the first thing you see. If you take a piece of paper and you put it, and so you cover uh, the whole bottom or top half of the screen at where we are right now, you will see that 77 to 1 is rarefied air over the last 100 years. It's happened just a couple of times, really. And you can equate that to all of human history. Go all the way back thousands of years, the chart would look very different. This is an opportunity, and it's one that, one that people should seriously think about because you don't see opportunities like this very often. Yeah, it's interesting you mentioned that because on that gold to silver ratio chart, you remove a little more space dust and go even further back. I remember seeing one that showed about 300 years and it was intriguing because basically it was flat at 12 to, or 15 to one, somewhere in between there for a couple hundred years. Then probably on some pure random coincidence seemed to, uh, get quite volatile right around the time the Fed was invented. But anyway, although another, actually one other thing you mentioned there, when you talked about how gold got to 1900 in September of 2011, which I certainly remember that well because August of 2011, that was really the last time that there was actually even any debate about the debt ceiling. We had this thing called the Tea Party back then, which, Reminds me of certain perspectives that are today. After the U.S. got downgraded by S&P in early August, gold went from about 1620 to 1900 in the span of August of 2011. And now here we are in a similar situation with the debt ceiling that Janet Yellen's own press release confirmed. She said this isn't for future spending. She said the money has already been spent. This was August 2nd before they're – at whatever is happening in Afghanistan. So 
Uh, we'll see how that resolves. Just a few things to keep in mind. But, Andy, last question for you today. How would you compare the last week or two to what we saw in that first week of February? Uh, the last week after the price got smashed down was the closest it's been in my career to last February, where it was pure insanity. 60% for of a week. February, it, 80%? How close? Uh, 70 or 80%. I mean, last February was something I never thought I'd see in my life. Uh, and I'm sure we'll see those times again, but to the point where phones were ringing off the hook until two in the morning, it's not quite that hasn't been quite that yet. Uh, there is the really, I guess maybe the difference is, is that we're seeing a, a really large expansion into mainstream, uh, the the phone calls that we're getting from large, uh, almost institutional size um, or accredited, let's say, accredited investors who are now uh, wising up to the value found in silver. Uh, during the silver squeeze, it was it was more along the lines of people who are following alternative media. Right now, it's that plus. Um, a a much larger expansion into accredited investors who are are looking for any type of safety uh, out of uh, overvalued securities markets, stocks and bonds in particular. We didn't have as much of that during the silver squeeze. It was more along all the people that were watching alternative media. Now it's expanding and it's expanding to levels that, you know, people who have never bought precious metals before, but have heard about the, Wall Street, Reddit move, have, have heard about silver being a good investment. Um, and, you know, it, it doesn't take very long to, when you speak with someone who has an open mind, to explain to them what's really happening, for them to immediately, immediately realize they need to own silver. The message that you are sending to people is beginning to permeate past the hard asset community. And really, that's what we're seeing right now is, an expansion into a group of people who have never even thought about owning metals. And uh, it, it's a it's a remarkable thing, Chris. And, of course, we tell everyone that we listen to to check out uh, Arcadia and, and to listen to the, um, uh, the uh, missives that you put out just about every day because it's that kind of information that's, that's not found in the mainstream. And the more people realize just the logical – uh, fundamentals behind what you're talking about, it becomes a very easily and very quickly becomes someone who who uh, kind of looks at the world a little bit differently than they did before that conversation. And uh, so, no, it's um, it's very it's very enlightening and very hopeful. We are anyway that this will continue because we are seeing an expansion into a group of people that we never thought we'd ever talk to. Okay, so based on what you said, uh, going back a little earlier there and, and when you were comparing what you've seen in the last week to February, would I be correct saying that, let's say if February had not happened, what you experienced over the past week in terms of silver sales would have been the new record in your 30 years? For sure, 100%. And then Absolutely. last question, if I if I may... You know, you obviously you and I have talked about this quite a bit offline. You know how I feel, and uh, but but I'll ask you again now: Is there a scenario in which you see this getting reversed, 
given what you just described about how once people see what the banks have been really really been doing, again we're recording right now at ten oh eight Central Time on Tuesday, and you know in fifty two minutes I will be debuting my call to iShares, which I called and they said I could broadcast or they didn't say I could broadcast. I said this is a recorded line, so I'm sharing that because I think that's something people need to hear about and uh I don't know, maybe someone to go government. Anyway, it's all this stuff. Once people hear the truth, it's like, wow, I didn't realize that was going on. I mean, we have similar with health concerns going around. So, again, to the question, do you see a scenario in which a dynamic like that is even possible to be reversed? I think it's very difficult. I mean, the, the big banks have been masterful at holding down the price, and obviously that has an effect on someone, on everybody. And it's how you deal with that 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 volatility i think that in this case allows you to have strong fingertips um look i i it wasn't too many years ago that silver was 7 8 dollars an ounce um you know could we see those those uh numbers again highly unlikely but i guess something where it was just hammered down for an extended period of time to a level that that we you know where all the logic in the world wouldn't make someone want to hang on. That's about the only type of environment where I could see that happening. But in a world where silver is depleted, is running continual deficits, is impossible to get, uh, you know, for an extended period of time throughout the year, like we saw last year. Um, yeah, I, I mean, that's far-fetched as it may be. I guess I would say this. I would put that the odds of that happening infinitesimally lower than than it going the other way you know i mean there's always a possibility that logic and outcome uh are delayed or have an inverse uh relationship for a period of time but the logic would dictate that that's next to impossible so i don't, I don't even know how to answer that other than to say no i don't think there is a way to reverse it um at least nothing fundamentally maybe they can knock it down and freak some people out as they constantly try to do. But in terms of the long-term uh, trajectory and projection, I think it's a snowball's chance in hell of that happening. Well, what it feels like to me is something similar. And I, I read a couple books about Bernie Madoff earlier this year because I've sat here for the last decade thinking, all right, if you – it was a Ponzi scheme and you're watching or probably like what happened in the last day, what happened in the last week, what happened in the month leading up to it, you know, and then, you know, the fingerprints are everywhere. So I've, I've found that intriguing studying it. And I've also thought about Bernie Madoff himself, where even if he was going to jail, imagine the relief that guy must have felt the day he turned himself in. I mean, obviously, you know, you go through the process of getting caught, but when you think of the energy, that's like being CEO of 10 companies to organize a Ponzi scheme like that. He must have been exhausted and even going to jail, I, you know, this is my opinion, but I imagine on some level it must have been like a retirement or at least freeing him from the nightmare he had been living Again, I'll just show you my opinion. That's the feeling I get about the right now. It's just kind of to live like Jamie Diamond or Ross Benham. But 
that's what it feels like to me and Andy before we wrap up. Uh, if people have questions on any of this, uh, anything silver, uh, what's, what's the best way that they can reach someone who can help answer those questions? Absolutely. And real quick, just to expand on that point for one quick sentence, and that would be look at the way Ed Moy kind of whistled a different tune once he left. I mean, I think that that, that type of mentality where people, you know, or look at your, your groundbreaking interview with Bart Chilton. I think deep down people don't want to hurt other people, don't want to screw other people. And when they're being forced to do so, the minute they get an opportunity to clear their conscience, and that's the way I'm sure Bernie Madoff felt, too, at least in the movie, that's the way they, they portrayed it. I think that's that's probably very likely. As far as reaching us, please send us an email at Arcadia Miles Franklin. Uh, we will personally get uh, all of the emails quickly answered uh, either by myself or by one of our brokers that I've personally trained. And uh, every single order that uh, comes in through that um, through that avenue, will uh, a portion will be dedicated back to Arcadia so you can continue to do what you are doing. We'd like to help any way that we can, Chris. We're, we're I personally am amazed at, 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 the, at the groundbreaking um, information that, that you continually put out, uh, and it's just an honor to be part of it. And so anyone who has questions or would like to purchase, Arcadia at Miles Franklin will make sure your listeners get the best price in the country, personal service, uh, and, um, and a little bit going back to you to continue to help uh, subsidize uh, the, the tremendous work that, that you guys have been doing now for, for the last few years. So for what it's worth, thank you for letting us be a small part of it. Well, I sure appreciate that. And just so you know what some of that uh, support goes to, right now while we're recording this, my partner here at Arcadia Yard, the Silver Queen, and your wife are coordinating getting a nice email out to your mailing list so that in 46 minutes when the call of what SLV iShares actually says, when you ask them if they can help explain how silver fell 10% while their trust set a historic demand record, won't be taken care of. So I'll leave you to wonder about what could possibly they say how much fun could it be for silver investors to listen to? And I'll let that mull around in your subconscious and look forward to checking back in with you again soon for your thoughts on, on what you hear. I can't wait to hear, uh, hear it, buddy. I appreciate it. You stay well. I look so forward to seeing you in October and can't wait to hear more info about all that you have planned for Silverfest. So, uh, if anything uh, pops up with that, more information that we can uh, share with our list, please let us know. We're very happy to, to uh, be Silver part of that surprises as well. Silver coming soon. Resort. It's going to be a lot of fun. And with that said, we'll wrap up for now. But thanks so much for joining me. 